0: Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Stevie, and as always, I'm joined by Quinn.
1: That's Professor Quinn, thank you.
0: My apologies, we are joined by Professor Quinn. There we go. Recently professed.
1: Actually, the, the technical term is indentured, but, uh, you know, close enough.
0: I mean, you would know, you are the professor.
1: That I am. I'm very excited. Also, I am, I am big tired.
0: I don't think it's really a moncast recording unless one of us is big tired. So, the current score is 24-24, meaning that whoever wins this episode cannot lose the series, they can only draw it, or win. So this is an important point. This time we're discussing the 49th episodes, Hassle in the Castle, and The Last Temptation of the Digidestined. God, that's such a bad name. Should be the second to last temptation of the DigiDestined, really. Yeah, yeah, the penultimate temptation. The not quite last temptation of the DigiDestined. The like really getting up there temptation. <laughs> we recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And of course, a massive thank you to our fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you join them, you'll get the Moncast Uncut a week early, and that's pretty much it. Until I come up with new Patreon ideas. That don't take too much time and effort, because I get tired easily.
1: Here's a new Patreon idea. You let people pitch new Patreon ideas.
0: So yeah, support our Patreon, and then I will listen to your suggestions of what we'll give you on Patreon.
1: Like, unironically, please do. That would actually be really helpful.
0: Oh yeah, you don't even have to support. Just send us ideas like, I would support if you did this. For
1: instance, if you gave us enough support, we would get a Meowth shaped hot air balloon.
0: That would need a lot of support.
1: It would take a lot of support, but... It'd be be a lot of fun.
0: And I've nowhere to house it. It would have to be my house.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. And it, it would really work with our Team Rocket aesthetic.
0: Should we just get on with this? Yeah. 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 So let's start off with Hassle in the Castle. Pokemon, show, show. We start off in forest. This is normal. And then there's a storm, which is not. It's true, it's true.
1: It becomes a dark and stormy middle of the day.
0: It storms over quite quickly. It goes for a little bit of horror vibes, which is always nice.
1: They do not stick to it, and that's kind of a shame.
0: Yeah, they don't stick to the horror vibes at all, which is a shame. I like the, the scarier episodes.
1: When they first showed the castle, I was like, no, no, I've seen this episode of Digimon. There's eight beds, and it's foreshadowing for but then it goes in a totally different direction.
0: For real, though, there's so many weird links to Digimon with this episode, and I don't get it. I don't want to go over it in discussion because it's more of a Mono a thing, but there's a lot. This episode goes some places. (laughs) It really does. So yeah, the filler character this time is called Dr. Anna, which is perfect, seeing as you've been recently professed. That's true, I have. I have not been doctored yet. Yet. That's what the next six weeks are for, right?
1: So I actually have more like five years before I'm a doctor.
0: Eh, six weeks, five years.
1: Good enough, good enough. It's all the passage of time.
0: Yeah. Will you be rocking the pink hair, though, if you become a doctor?
1: Absolutely. Pikachu! Absolutely.
0: The best thing about Doctor I as a character is the pink hair.
1: Uh Huh? Like, she's very goals. She is. She's so good. I like her a lot. My, My only complaint about her is that she does not slap rock.
0: I think it would give us as the audience too much satisfaction. She's got a scalpel. She could stab him. That would go with the horror theme quite well. It really would. Doctrine is a psychopath.
1: No, no. She's she's just a perfectly normal person who doesn't like being hit on constantly for an hour.
0: <laughs> normal people? How terrifying. So yeah. At first, like, it just seems to be an episode about these are the medical applications of Pokemon, and I was totally down for that. And then it dramatically shifted away from it into a we're trapped in a tunnel thing which I was kind of stunned about.
1: It also was briefly in We're Trapped in a Pokemon Sex Dungeon.
0: It was Torture Chamber, was what they called it.
1: It's what they called it. And then you get in there, and there are people being, you know, consensually tortured and electroshocked and tied up.
0: Oh, I get you now. I see what you mean. Yeah. The whole electroshock thing and...
1: The whole doctor thing is just part of the fetish.
0: Maybe it's consensual. Fair enough.
1: Like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, go for it. I appreciate her pretending to be a doctor to not involve children in this.
0: Still got the children involved.
1: Didn't really try to. They mostly just ended up, you know, stuck in a maze.
0: Well, yeah, they got stuck in the building for the day.
1: Yeah, until the storm passed. I mean, it seems reasonable to not tell them to go away.
0: The storm passed pretty quickly.
1: That's true, it did.
0: It took all of five minutes of the episode, so they weren't really stuck in the castle. That's
1: true, but by the time it had cleared, you know. They were, they were in the maze.
0: They just really needed to be stuck in this castle.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of work to get them stuck in this castle.
0: Quite a bit of work to get out as well.
1: This episode does have perhaps the best Team Rocket motto.
0: It does. Yes. Oh my god, it's so good.
1: To protect us from all that chafing and itching. It might finally stop all of Jesse's complaining. <laughs> oh, so good. You just good. know.
0: You know what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. We were all thinking it.
1: Complaining does not rhyme with itching.
0: It does not. You know what does? I'm not going to say it, but we all know what does.
1: Yep, yep, we're all thinking it, but but we don't swear on this show.
0: Or if we do, then I bleep it out and we just say Pikachu.
1: Oh, I forgot that you actually do that.
0: Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, that's just the best line in a Team Rocket motto that we've had in ages.
1: It's so good.
0: It was so funny.
1: I I also really appreciated Jesse being like, like, we had to sneak in, it's what villains do.
0: Has to be on brand at all times.
1: I respect that.
0: A lot of respect for Jessie in this episode. Like, she actually leads the forefront pretty much the whole time on the way out. Sure, she does get punished for it pretty much every time.
1: Well, yeah, but that's okay too.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Like, she was being reckless, but she was just the leader, I guess.
1: I feel like I'd have stopped
0: being the leader after, like, in two of those paths. Like, someone's got to carry the team, and it wasn't James and Meowth this time. So yeah, good job, Jessie. Thumbs up from me. What else uh to mention in this that isn't related to the fact that it's just a Digimon episode.
1: Uh, Anna has uh, a Zubat that she uses to take ultrasounds, allegedly. And uh, you know the Zubat is non-binary because it has a green ribbon. These
0: are the rules. Is that how it works? Yes. Like, is the non-binary flag green?
1: No, but I mean, you know, it's not pink or blue, so obviously this this Pokemon must be non-binary.
0: Interesting.
1: We need to ask May for a treatise on this.
0: Just like, is any colour outside of blue and pink non-binary? Because that's a lot of non-binaries. I mean, th- that does make sense.
1: That makes sense, because non-binary is a spectrum.
0: There's so many different ways you could be non-binary.
1: Absolutely. So yes, yes, every color that is not pink or blue.
0: What sort of non-binary do you reckon this Zubat is?
1: I'm going to say maybe agender. I just kind of get those vibes. Plus, I've I've seen that color associated with green, or green associated with agender quite a bit.
0: Okay. I'm I'm down for the agender Zubat.
1: Huh? They are great.
0: I guess the ribbon also serves a purpose if it has the tech for the ultrasound or something.
1: No, no, because it works for uh, box Zubat without any of that.
0: Okay, so it is literally just cosmetics. You can tell the difference. If you have no ribbon, does that mean you have no gender?
1: I mean, it's Pokemon, so I think usually no ribbon implies boy. But, like, I mean, that should be how it works.
0: But I mean, then there's, like, Pink Butterfree, who's clearly girl because the pink. Mm, true, true. So is it just a species, species-by-species species basis with colors on the gender?
1: I mean, I think Pink Butterfree is, is you know, any gender they want to be, but also a shiny.
0: Yeah, even when they label them with bows, these get confused.
1: Also, I I, I want to give one more, which is that my favorite meme that I've seen this week is the, uh, Drake, there we go. Non-binary, no, legendary, yes.
0: I don't get it.
1: Because cause all the legendary Pokemon don't have gender.
0: Ah. Yeah.
1: And all non-binary people are legendary, so that, that holds up.
0: I am pretty great. You're pretty great. I found out recently that some of my friends think I'm smug, and I don't know where it comes from.
1: You're a little smug, but it's great.
0: All my smugness is false. It's just pretense.
1: That's fair. I think all smugness is. No, it's really not. Look at Trump. Yeah, okay, fair.
0: Actually, don't look at Trump. Don't subject yourself to that. Don't look at Trump. Uh, I do do, uh, absolutely love when
1: Anna pulls out a computer and James compliments it by saying cyber.
0: I mean, that's up there with Tentamon on his line, like,
1: pretty wizard, huh? Oh, I love
0: it. 90s words. (laughs) The 90s
1: were a weird time, and I'm glad they're gone.
0: Very late 90s or early 2000s. Yeah,
1: we might, have, well, we might be up to 2001 by now, but it doesn't matter. That's still basically 90s.
0: Still, it's pretty cyber. Who describes anything as cyber, though? What does that even mean? Basically nothing. It doesn't even refer to, like, online sex
1: anymore, because that's all just sexed. I-,
0: I think James just didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> no. He's just a rich kid that doesn't understand computers. It's just like, huh, cyber.
1: Might need to Photoshop James onto the, the thumbs-up kid meme.
0: You're allowed to do whatever you want with James (laughs) and Photoshop. Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo. So there's a lot I do like about this episode.
1: It was really entertaining.
0: I enjoyed it a lot. Mainly just Brock himself that kind of irked me. Oh, I wanted to kill Brock. He's just so shallow this episode to the point where he's like, I'm going to give up being a Pokemon breeder so I can stay with this doctor.
1: When When does Brock go away? I'm looking forward to that.
0: I think Brock goes away as soon as we finish this season. But do not quote me on that. Brock, remember you have siblings? Yeah, he has a whole family to take care of. And he left them ages ago.
1: He is just as good at being a parent as his father. That's sad. Really is.
0: Wow. History repeats itself. His father, though, didn't even go traveling. He just went up to the hills, as far as I know, and just hid there.
1: He went out for cigarettes and never came
0: back. He went out for cigarettes on the nearby hill and decided to live up there. Okay. So, Brock is super shallow. It is funny at one point when he's so inside his own head imagining this romance that he's actually just talking about it out loud as everyone walks past. I did find that funny.
1: I enjoyed that. I I also appreciated the it's too strong line. It's like, yes, but it's okay. We'll get met. No, the the Golbat.
0: Oh, love, it's too strong. (laughs) The Golbat's too strong. Oh yeah, Brock's Zubat evolved into Golbat, making this a not-filler episode, as far as I'm concerned. That's fair. We have to give it to Pokémon where it can can take it. That makes perfect sense.
1: There was a permanent change to the canon.
0: And it's nice that Zubat evolved for the first time that I think I've seen this whole series in Johto.
1: I will say, like, Brock made a big deal out of, you know, this really important thing we have in common. We both have a Zubat. Like, I haven't even played a Pokemon game in five years, and I think I have eight Zubats somewhere. Everybody has a Zubat.
0: Everyone has a Zubat. It's impossible to avoid them.
1: Also, Brock, how much do you suck that you actually had Zubat with you, and not just stuck in a box?
0: I'm glad Zubat reappeared, because I honestly forgot they existed before this episode. So, it's a nice callback. And then I also especially appreciate that Zubat evolved just to cook Brock out of this relationship.
1: Uh, it, it gave her a nice, easy way to let him down. Sorry, the uh, Zubat is uh, too strong. Anyway, get out of my life.
0: They actually evolved it just so that Brock didn't have an excuse to stay. You're not wrong. You sound so sad. He didn't even bring out his drying pan. I like Brock when he's doing anything other than the hitting on girlsling. And it's just really sad that that is all that he gets to do most of the time now. I'm just going to quickly rush through the last two things that don't include Digimon references. So, Wobbuffet pops up out of his Pokeball like four times, maybe five times. And it's so good every single time he does it. I love him so much.
1: Wobbuffet's pretty good.
0: He's the goodest boy. And then the only other thing that bugs me was just that Dr. Anna and Brock seem to have no reaction time whatsoever. Because they see Team Rocket slip down into that trap. And they just keep running. Alternate ending
1: where they just let them die.
0: Yeah, where they just see them disappear and they stop running.
1: They just they see them disappear and they go, huh, that was weird.
0: Uh, like, I could understand them still running to follow them down if they'd already stolen the Zuba. But they only try that later on.
1: Yeah, all they had was, like, bread.
0: So was this episode filler or not filler?
1: Technically, no.
0: Yep, we're going with not filler because Brock Zuba evolved into Golbat. And... We just have to give it to Pokemon when stuff like this happens, because it hardly ever does. What are our overall thoughts?
1: Definitely very entertaining, except for Brock needing to be stabbed.
0: I mean, Brock needing to be stabbed gives us a pretty good villain in the episode that isn't just Team Rocket.
1: That's true, that's true. I just, you know, I honestly wish that any woman would ever actually reject him instead of just being vaguely polite to him as he hits at them. Like, any reasonable person would be deeply uncomfortable this.
0: Maybe the women are all just playing it safe because they don't know that Brock wouldn't really hurt anyone.
1: Oh, I mean, that's very true. That's that's a very normal reaction that I've had to do that before, but like, the show keeps rewarding him for this, and I hate it.
0: He doesn't get rewarded. He just never gets anything from it. He doesn't get punished for it, it's the main problem.
1: Yeah, okay, that's that's a better way of putting it. But even so, yeah.
0: I mean, in this one he was kind of rewarded for it because Zubat evolved. But then Zubat evolving was also kind of the punishment because it didn't work out for him then because of it. I mean, she was never going to let him stay. Oh no, like, she was just not into it at all.
1: No, she never once even vaguely responded.
0: She had enough people to satisfy.
1: Look, the other people pay for her time.
0: Let's talk about The Last Temptation of the Digi-Destined. It is not good. It really isn't. It's just, they tried to do the end of adventure again. But the characters don't have anything. Yeah,
1: and like, I- I'm even willing to give them the actual temptation idea, except, like, it doesn't work. Miyako's thing is just, I kind of wanted ten minutes without my siblings getting in my way, and that's... Dumb and not a real problem she's ever talked about. TK apparently suddenly wants his parents back together, even though he's perfectly okay with them not being together for years. And, like, they did not have the kind of relationship that should be put back together. That would just make everyone's life worse. Hikari's is fine, if as bland as Hikari ever is. And I, I will give Iori that one actually works.
0: That one works. Wanting to see your your dad again.
1: Wanting to see your dead father that you just found out wanted to go to the digital world. And then, like, yeah, okay, of course you'd want to get to hang out with him and show him this other world he always dreamed of. That makes a lot of sense.
0: That was the only one that really landed.
1: Now, and I guess there's Ken. Ken's also... It's not as bad, but it's definitely not a temptation.
0: So basically three of the five characters that get temptations, the temptations aren't based off of anything?
1: Yeah, and like Miyako's in particular, it's like we already solved all of her problems. So we had to just come up with something, and then Daisuke, who should 100% have problems like being the most annoying human being on the planet, apparently has zero problem. He is just that narcissistic that nothing bothers him.
0: He just doesn't want anything really that's like unfeasible in real life
1: wanting a room full of desserts for yourself i mean i I could make that happen it would cost a few hundred dollars but we can make that happen
0: the only thing i can think of with davis would be going back to when he wanted to beat ken at soccer maybe so like if he wanted to be a professional soccer player
1: wanting to date hikari would be a very reasonable thing that i'm really glad they didn't do I don't know, show me his Pikachu ramen cart that he apparently has always dreamed of having.
0: We only get that next episode, don't we?
1: He's never mentioned that he wants a ramen cart, but apparently it's his dream.
0: We don't really know what any of these kids want, other than to save the world. Save the
1: world and see their dead parents.
0: Well, dead relatives, because there's Sam as well.
1: That's true, that's true. There's Sam.
0: Yeah, the Sam
1: one hit for me, I gotta give him that.
0: The Sam one was fine, but then it was just kind of like, he might have gone in on it a bit harder if he hadn't made him watch himself be brutally murdered by Digimon first.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could have cut away from that like, 30 seconds earlier and we'd have gotten the point. Or like, have Sam show up before the only thing left of you is your glasses.
0: How many times does Ken have to move past the guilt of being the Digimon Emperor before he actually moves past it?
1: That that part's a little fair, that should stick with him. They push it a little hard because they don't have anything else to do, but it would not be totally unfair.
0: I'm just sad that they've just keep going back to it. And Ken's like, Ken, stop be- beating yourself up about it. And it's like, yeah, he's stopped doing that like five times now in the series. And then he just starts again. So it's just like, yeah, cool. Ken's stuck in the loop for half the series break. Pretty much, yeah. TK's Temptations, he just gets out of it in like two minutes.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even need Daisuke to come for him. He just pulls himself out.
0: Mum just pops in.
1: Yeah, which feels like a much better way of resolving that than I just don't have any problems.
0: I do like the music, though.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Not a huge fan of, like, five minutes of literally every evolution in the show.
0: That sucks. That is awful. Thank God they at least split-screened it so we didn't have to watch them all back-to-back. Oh my
1: god. I kind of want to make a supercut of if that had not been.
0: It wouldn't have been an episode, it would have just been Digivolutions.
1: You get 30 seconds of setup, and then we have all the Digivolutions in the bow, and then that's it, that's the episode. We get a next time on Digimon.
0: <laughs> next time on Digimon, Mal may spawn one shot sims you digivolve and then to Digivolve again.
1: Oh god, that would have been amazing. Oh, I also would have liked to see uh, Oikawa's. I want-, I want his fantasy.
0: We already know what Oikawa's fantasy is.
1: I suppose. It would have been more interesting to go there with a character we don't know as well.
0: It would have been, but it was also quite funny to just see him face-planted on the floor, surrounded by all these kids. So, I'm I'm happy with that trade-off.
1: It would have been a cool way to give us some more backstory and, and maybe some uh, context for Cody's dad, if he's having fantasies about them as children actually having conversations.
0: But I've, I've not really been that invested in Owekawa for a while.
1: And no, I mean, Oikawa sucks. I'm just saying you could have done something interesting with it.
0: They could have done. All of these characters probably could have had something interesting with them, but they just didn't pick a direction with any of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can tell that very much with with especially Miyako and Hikari, where Hikari's is just, you know, I want to live in the world that's going to exist next episode.
0: I just want a world with Digimon, where children are happy. Isn't that nice? And generic.
1: Yeah, for the girl who was so depressed that she got pulled into the dark ocean, we didn't do anything with that.
0: I mean, wanting to be free of darkness and just be happy. That's fair enough. I
1: get it. They could have had her fantasy be actually overcoming darkness instead of the the period after that.
0: Yeah, like have, I don't know, something with Ty pat her on the back, like, well done.
1: Yeah, her fantasy is Ty gives her goggles.
0: Yeah. That would have been so good. That's my fantasy, As Ty gave her the goggles. Yeah, mine too. Instead, they made up Davis for us. God,
1: an O2AU where it's just Davis doesn't exist would be a lot better.
0: I, I wouldn't mind Davis existing in that as long as Kari gets the goggles and gets to be the leader of the team. That would be okay. I'd would, I would be up for that. Have Ryo tag along if that's the price of having Kari be leader.
1: Yeah, get rid of Daisuke. Put in
0: Weedle. I would actually be okay with that. A Rio is just better dice game. It really is. But I will say, I was slightly terrified that it was Rio up on the spire in Ken's illusion. <laughs> I was like, oh please, no, don't be Rio!"
1: God, that would have been amazing.
0: Rio was a Digimon Emperor all along.
1: That really would have been amazing.
0: <laughs> that would have been a great twist. So yeah, none of the illusions land, because none of the characters have wants or desires or any real, like, growth to do, because they're just not... Really flawed as characters.
1: Right, and to the extent that they ever had growth to do, they they did it. Like, it's not like Miyako never had problems to overcome, but
0: she just, she did. The problem they've got is, the new kids are just amalgamations of the old ones, so they have nowhere to go unless they just do the same things as last series, which sucks. So they just don't do anything with them instead. And it makes for boring characters.
1: It is definitely not good. They didn't even do the amalgamations right, because they went with, Nino. the girl has to get crests of being a girl.
0: Yeah, the girl needs the girl crests, even if the girl really matches the other boy crests better.
1: Doesn't make any sense.
0: Yoli just should have had knowledge.
1: I'm sorry, Cody's not a bad person, but he's not, like, intelligent particularly.
0: He had a whole episode where he felt bad about a white lie. How did he not have the crest of sincerity? Exactly! (sighs) I say. I'm so upset at this series. Digimon is not okay. It just didn't do anything. There's so little that's good. But all of this, there's Ken. And even that. Pikachu! (laughs) You Insect boy. He's the best thing in the whole (laughs) series.
1: Well, I, I think... I think we've covered it. We got our Digimon split to three, and then we move over to the digital world, which was somehow his plan all along, even though his plan was to make them not do anything because he was going to get them high on hallucinations.
0: Because my man has always been lazy, apparently.
1: Anything that happens to my Man was his plan all
0: along. He died, and that was part of his plan.
1: He died as part of his Grandmaster plan twice. The man is not great. At planning, that's one of the major disappointments with Try, is that they did not, in fact, execute on what if my Otis came back a third time?
0: The triple death plan.
1: <laughs> that would actually have been amazing.
0: It was my plan all along to die three times.
1: But it would have been so funny and so worth it to triple down on that.
0: I mean, how can you really lose as a villain if you plan to lose from the start?
1: Over and over again.
0: I think he's just lacking in confidence.
1: God, Mekuman could have been My Otis Man Reborn. That would have been amazing. Definitely would have been better than what we got.
0: A lot of things would have been better than what we got. I have in my notes that I think this series could still have worked with these characters if they focused more on them working together as a team rather than trying to turn them into like individual characters that had to, to stand on their own, I guess. And I feel like they kind of went for that with all the DNA Digivolutions, but it falls flat when you look at the fact that only Ken and Davis got the mega level at the end, so it kind of just became Team Ken and Davis. And the other four fell into the background, apart from maybe Cody, because of his whole Linktory power and his dad.
1: Think how powerful Digimon could be if there were a series that passed the Bechdel test. Just throwing that out there, it is incredible how many of these series, A, don't have two girls, and B... Never allow them to talk. I'm mad at Digimon.
0: It's so disappointing. We don't know what was going on in the writers' room, really, or if there was anything messing up everything, but it just doesn't feel like there was any structure to the series at all, or any character development arcs, or any just plans in general as to this is how we're going to go from A to B and make it satisfying to watch.
1: It It is definitely clear that they did not plan things very well, And then, I still love the the Dark Ocean episode, which just straight up opens with an HP Lovecraft quote, like, lean into that, you were doing some things, and then you fired the guy who did it and gave him tamers. Which was also good, but Ohu could have been really good if you'd let him be in charge.
0: It's just like they, they sort of gave up halfway through.
1: And then we're still really banking on a third season.
0: This is not how you get yourself a third season. They did not stick the landing. Nope, lackluster characters. They literally face-planted. But was this episode filler or not filler? It was not filler.
1: I'll give them that.
0: It wasn't filler. Oh boy. <laughs> How I yearn for some filler. Digimon's not on filler in so long, but it sure feels like nothing important happens. And I think that may be worse than Pokemon. My last line makes me kind of sad to read but it just says, this episode would be great if it had anything to back it up at all in the prior 48 episodes. Big sad.
1: It would have been a lot more meaningful that Yoli wants her siblings to not be around, if I could remember what any of her siblings looked like, or have, if they had names. I barely remember that she has siblings, and primarily only because of this one moment where she's slightly frustrated with them.
0: The moment that makes more sense to have her, like, working with Izzy being treated as an equal but they can't do that because she doesn't have the digi-egg of knowledge.
1: Yeah, that's a very reasonable point. Also, final final thought, Yoli's mom is really huge in her fantasy.
0: So now it's time for Mono A e Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing with each other of trivial things. Before we get on to the monster of the week, we need to cover the fact that Pokemon straight up just seemed to rip off that episode of Digimon with Izzy and Mimi in the maze.
1: You're not wrong.
0: It is just that episode. Dr. Anna has the laptop with the map of the maze and leads them through the maze. And her Zubat is called Mimi. And that's two coincidences. It's so weird. And I don't know if someone on the Pokemon team watched the episode and just thought, "Ah, I'm sure I can rip it off and no one will notice. It's so bizarre.
1: Did Pokemon do it better, though?
0: Ooh, that is a very good question.
1: I feel like I want to give it to Digimon. I feel like that was an okay episode of Digimon.
0: Like, in the end of Digimon, of that episode of Digimon, Izzy learned that he can't just operate by himself. He learned
1: a valuable lesson, which did not happen in Pokemon.
0: Dr. Anna didn't learn anything. Brock certainly didn't learn anything. Zubat evolved. So Zubat's the one that really developed. That's cool.
1: I wish Zubat had had, like, a personality.
0: Did Zubat actually like Agenda Zubat? It's the first
1: time Zubat's been let out of a Pokeball in, like, eight months, so probably just excited for that.
0: Probably. But damn, Zubat called Mimi.
1: That's too much.
0: That just adds a little bit of credibility to the theory. Did they know what they were doing?
1: We even get a thing with wings evolving in that episode.
0: I mean, Tentamon evolved. And
1: That's a stretch. Yeah, you're right. That wasn't Tentamon's first evolution. I forgot.
0: Wasn't Palmon's either.
1: No, no. You're right. You're right.
0: But I mean, Jesse running off ahead... Does seem a lot like Mimi when she ran off ahead as well.
1: Yeah, she she didn't call Doctor Anna Ibaka first, but
0: Wabafet is palmon.
1: That's very true.
0: That's something I didn't think I'd ever say. Wabafet is my monster of the week, by the way.
1: Wabafet did a good.
0: I was very impressed when he jumped out with Pokeball so the Pokeball, so that Team Rocket could make a dramatic escape from the tools.
1: That might be the most useful thing Wabafet has ever done. He was great. Wabafet's good.
0: He did very well this episode. Uh, who was your monster of the week?
1: I'm tempted to give it to Mimi, just because, you know, Age Pride Enterprise is, like, we need that representation. Wobbuffet's really up there, though.
0: Why didn't Mimi the Zubat get to evolve?
1: That would have been a much better thing, except that we needed to write Brock out of doing the stupid thing. I'm I'm going to still go with Zubat, I just like the ribbon.
0: That is valid. More Pokemon need
1: decorations.
0: I mean, that is, like, a, a part of some of the games, is you can give accessories and stuff to them. Especially in, like, Pokemon contests.
1: It honestly sucks that Pikachu does not have an accessory. Just give him a hat. Ooh, get him a tiny version of Ash's hat.
0: (gasps) Yes. He can turn it around when it is a thunderbolt. That sounds silly, and I like it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, who was worse, Ash or Davis? Now, this one's interesting because Ash hardly did anything, so did he do anything wrong?
1: Ah, other than enabling Brock,
0: no. And then Davis didn't do too much either. And also didn't do anything wrong?
1: No, technically saved the day. Like, he, yeah, he he was an okay boy, even if he has no problems, because he's just kind of too full of himself to have problems.
0: Yeah, he won through the power of believing in himself and his friends, which is very Davis.
1: He's born to be a winner.
0: But be a champion. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give the point
1: to Davis, because he he did not enable a rapist. Which, like, Brock really pushes the line.
0: Sure, I'm okay with that. We'll give Ash minus one for just doing nothing this whole episode. Well, Davis saved the day. Favorite human characters. I went with Doctrina, because she has pink hair, and just doesn't care about Brock.
1: Yeah, that's a very compelling argument.
0: She also has a, a successful business running in this castle clinic in the mountains where it should be really inaccessible.
1: Dr. Anna the Dominatrix. It's it's great.
0: She's pretty damn
1: great. You know as soon as the kids leave, it's back to Mistress Anna. Her name isn't even a pun. It's
0: just Dr. Anna.
1: No, no. she just She's the only one who actually has a, her MD. Doctor of Pokemon is not a real thing like being a doctor of philosophy.
0: It's like studying Digimon. Only Sora's cousin does that. I still can't believe that was a thing.
1: How do we get hitchhiking to work in this episode? Oh fuck it, my cousin was here.
0: And he studies Digimon. Which storyline did we prefer? Why was it Pokemon?
1: <laughs> it was Pokemon because it mattered at all.
0: Yeah. I think they were both Pretty recycled storylines, because Digimon's was just recycled series one, and Pokemon was filler.
1: Yeah, Pokemon's was was
0: filler. But Digimon's didn't have any weight behind it.
1: Yeah, Digimon, like, tried to do something and did it really, really badly. Pokemon tried to do absolutely nothing and just nailed it.
0: Did it so well. It's a very good filler episode. Digimon landed for, like, all of five seconds where the music and Cody's illusion got me.
1: Yeah, that was good, that was good.
0: And then told him I was just like, "No, Cody, your dad's dead. Get over it.
1: Your dad's dead. Do you not? You gotta remember that thing about your dad being dead.
0: But hey, your your mom's alive. Sprinkle here.
1: It's true. You definitely didn't think about showing your mom the digital world. As far as I know, you still haven't told her.
0: Grandpa knows, though.
1: You know, for a kid who felt really bad about lying, you're sure lying a lot to your mom.
0: Oh my god, this whole series, he's been hiding this from his mother.
1: He's gay, and everyone but his mom knows it. That's not the same thing. It's really not. But he is in the closet about being a digi
0: He is. Sorry, I just thought of Tint Destined again. And...
1: <laughs> you know, it shows some real growth on Grandpa's part, because he used to be digiphobic, and now he's a really good ally.
0: Oh my god. Why are these comparisons just too good?
1: It actually kind of works here.
0: I mean, we have seen Ken come out to his parents.
1: You know what? I think it is worth writing a paper at some point that being digi destined is just an allegory for being queer.
0: Wow. I mean, queers do save the world every day. Uh
1: huh, 100%. And then people get real mad at us for doing it.
0: It's because they don't understand. That we're all destined for greatness.
1: They're just going to die mad because they're not.
0: What are we on about, really? (laughs) At this point, I think we're just goofing. Which episode are we giving this penultimate point to?
1: Absolutely, Pokemon. Digimon, what the hell?
0: Come on. Digimon just summarized how awful its own characters have been for the last 40-something episodes. And sure nailed that. (laughs) I'm so upset. No, no, it's okay because we've still got the
1: epilogue and that'll be fine.
0: I realize now why I've forgotten so much about Zero Two. That's because I watched it once, and there was nothing to remember about it. Yep. Some of the characters
1: look really queer. It has some good visuals, and then that's, that's about it.
0: Some good music tracks as well. Here We Go is a banger.
1: Here We Go is kind of a bop. But yeah, no. The, the Digimon movie soundtrack is just still on my phone, and I will listen to it, and it's real good.
0: I have it on actual CD. Because nice. I am a person of taste. Yeah, let's just, let's just say the score... We're giving the point to Pokemon.
1: Yeah,
0: 25-24. Yeah, it's 25-24 to Pokemon.
1: it's going to be 26-24, I think. Pokemon would have to have a real bad episode.
0: (laughs) It would have to do real bad. We'll have to see what Digimon pulls out, because this is Digimon's last chance to try and get a draw in the end. But Pokemon cannot lose. It's true, it's true.
1: I'm kind of hoping for a really bad Pokemon episode, because it would be nice to tie.
0: I think it'd be kind of anticlimactic, but also... Who cares? This The season of the Moncast has been going for three years now, and I think we're all ready to move on to Tamers and Hoenn.
1: Oh god, I'm so ready for Gilmon. I'm ready
0: for anyone other than Brock and Misty. Next time, we'll be discussing the 50th episodes, two hits and a miss, and a million points of light. This will be the last Season 2 episode, not counting the in-between special things. Um, if you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord, and you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. Please do message us, we love to hear from you, and it makes us very happy. Of course, a massive thank you to Professor Quinn for joining me as well. Where can the people find you?
1: You can still find me on Twitter, at RealYubico.
0: Are you going to change it to Prof. Real Ubico?
1: I I am considering changing like the display name.
0: Professor Yubico sounds pretty great.
1: And and you can also soon find me in a classroom near you. But if if you know me from the Moncast and, and you say that in my class, I'm going to be real bearded out. And I'm not going to lie.
0: If one of our thirty-something listeners is in your class, I'll be very surprised.
1: But that's what I'm saying. i I'd be I'd be concerned about a stalker. But like. Considering you'd have to move and, like, enroll in a university to stalk me, like, that's sort of flattering.
0: Why are we saying this when we complained about how the last five episodes spent the DigiDest in stalking children?
1: You're not wrong. This is different. It's stalking an adult.
0: We're as bad as Pokemon for continuity. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. I'm letting you have the last word. It doesn't work if you then say, I'm letting you have the last words.
1: I'm going to stop recording now. As am I. Hold on just a minute. I've got someone calling for me. Yes. Okay. I'm on a call. I'll be down in a bit. All right, you can edit that out, sorry.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize you were on a call. Is this a bad time?
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: <laughs> I do also kind of want just a plate full of desserts to myself.
1: I mean, go for it. There's a tiramisu in my in my free- refrigerator, and, and I'm going to have a slice after this.
0: Oh, I thought you were offering me tiramisu, and I was like, that's a bit of a I- trick.
1: Yeah, if you come, <laughs> come to my house, tiramisu. I will make you tiramisu, but...
0: I don't think I
1: own a single CD.
0: I bought one Manic Street Preacher CD for a quid and then went, Cool, I now want everything on CD. So I, I, have, I have quite a few CDs at this point.
1: I don't even know if I have a CD player.
0: I think the main reason I want CDs is because I still have *Vibribbon* on PlayStation 1, which can like, make rhythm game levels out of your CD music tracks.
1: Oh, that, that, that's Bob. Pikachu!
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Sorry, I'm making you believe so much.
0: Although we've neglected to mention that V laser is still X-shaped.
1: Yeah. And is it's stupid. That, that's true. That's very true. I mean, <sighs> they... so the So the the thing on his chest has sort of an X, except that they, they break it apart so that it's also got a V visible. And, like, that's cute, but then you need to do that with the laser, too. Mm. And nothing about the head is V. <laughs> I don't know why I said that.
0: Eh. Sometimes you just gotta say things. It's just you know? right
1: there, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I think we should wrap this up. I agree. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> did you really this up?
1: Did you see, did you hear? did you know what it was coming?
0: <laughs> oh, you destiny's us today. Let, Let me hear say, say, you say Digi
1: right. We did the thing. Yeah. I think we're ready for this episode.